I think people should, just again, personally, should get vaccinated. If they're one of these wild people who thinks they're going to be filled with nano machines, well, the solid snake is going to save us anyways. Other people just complicate my life. I don't like to get involved. boys episode 236 and the final ever episode of the alleged wrestling podcast if the russians have anything to do with it what are you on about steve yeah the russians they're after our podcasts they're they're just trying to kill or to get rid of all the nazism in ukraine that's it that's all ah yes yes and cut the cables on the seafloor yep yep Mm -hmm. oh i uh i heard the, the russians were a great bunch of lads i heard different i was reading twitter they don't sound oh, to be the most well, friendly as much. That, that, that was the, your first mistake. Yeah, in yeah. fairness, that is a great place to get source information from. Like, mm-hmm. What you're telling me is I've been made, made, <laughs> misled by some fake news. Of course, Damn there's, it, there's, there's no war at all. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. see, see, it's all because Russia are only defending themselves. You know, NATO is the big problem here. NATO are the ones coming in here and defending these poor, innocent uh, Ukrainian people. How dare they do that in Russian-controlled territories? You know, I yeah. heard it was over a load of squirrels going over the border and they were having a bit of a squirrel infestation. And Putin was like, I'm sick of these goddamn squirrels on this goddamn land. And he decided to, uh, to invade them on horseback. Topless. Mm. Himself, personally. So that's good. Anyway, Scrabble, episode two. Klitschko's offend them off. Yeah, what are the Klitschko's doing? <laughs> Like Vitaly is a mayor of is the mayor of Kiev or something, and he's yep. out there with a flak jacket and a gun. Like my god! But episode two hundred thirty six of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Uh, myself, Steve, with Nick and Gor- or Nick and Fitz. Gordo is not here, so Gordo no. is front of mind for the sentence. He has uh, the penis aids again. We told him. We warned him. Oh, he's got to stop putting his penis into things. What was it the gondola? Stop. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. He was we doing, I think it was the edge of a pizza box or something. Oh, Jesus. That'll, uh, that idea. I, I'm just imagining the, uh, the paper burn off that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He likes it because he can control the friction on it, you know, so he can mm. open and close the box as he needs. Oh, there's a Go visual. Like. <laughs> 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 oh, How man. many lives must you ruin? Oh, that sounds so clear. <laughs> I, ha- I need to check your settings to see what your noise gate is at. Because that came through perfectly. Mm-hmm. Some of them um, do, some of them don't. Though it varies. Yeah, I think they need to be quite loud, and your noise gate needs to be fairly low. And I mm. think my my noise gate is quite high because of where I live. Stupid road. Yeah. Ah well. Soon I'll just buy a new house. It's fine. I'll just that's, quit Netflix. That's all you need to do. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Quit Netflix. Uh, what's the other thing the you gym. need to do? That was the it. Gym. Yeah. Netflix, the gym, and there was a third thing. Oh, I can't remember what yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. coffee takeaway coffees. Wasn't that it? was it. Was that yes. One? Yeah. Yeah, so just a combination, quitting those three, and we will be fucking rolling in house deposits. It's going to be fine. Um, although I did play the Euromillions today, and I've got a feeling I'm going to win the lottery. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So I'll get that beacon audio for next week. I'll be able to spring for it. 
with my 55 million or whatever it is. Um, cool. Good stuff and things. Boys, I beat Sifu. It's done. Very proud of you, Steve. But, but what nice. did it cost, Steve? What did it cost? Uh, many, many hours of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Kira coming out here at two in the morning. Why are you still awake? I was like, is Sifu beaten, Kira? Is the game beaten? No. Uh, so I went with the strategy of like playing the levels ad hoc and just unlocking stuff and just XP farming. Kind of worked out for me. And then uh, finally beat it with great difficulty. And then I uh, streamed it last night. I think it was last night, yeah. And I beat it in one sitting. I was like, how the fuck did I do that? And then I was listening to Wrestling Soup last night. And I was like, ah, sure, I'll throw it on while I'm listening to this. Beat it again. So it's just like like London buses, you know. It's way to Royal and eventually yeah. you can't stop clearing it. But uh, hell of a game. I went from uh, thinking it was cool to rage quitting and literally uninstalling it. <laughs> Um, then coming back and thinking maybe it's it's the game of the year contender here. It's that good. Strongly recommend. Mm. Seems like um, a lot of effort based on you. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta want it, Nick. It's one of those. And I I needed a new game, so I, I gave it way more rope than most people would. Because um, I think after you've died fifty seven times in the space of three hours, you're probably gonna give up on a game like yeah. that. Yeah. Um just a really stylistic you know arty kind of game the combat feels amazingly good highly recommend if you're looking for a game and you and you want to sink some time into something and good god you're going to sink time into it (laughs) ah yeah any newses from you guys no all quite on my side i've just been hanging about don't do nothing this weekend didn't do nothing last weekend exciting times nice what more could you want out of your 30s? Keep your PC alive. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I've been um, there. I'm contemplating buying a place in Galway, like a flat oh. or something. What a buying? Yeah. Did you quit in this Netflix? economy? Off in this economy. He must have been quitting <laughs> Netflix. Did you quit Netflix and Disney Plus? Well, see, the trick is, right, I've been robbing my friends Netflix for the last seven uh, years. Ah. Uh, so ah, no flies on this, this whole time. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. I, I've been saving like, I'm not going to lie, about seventeen thousand a year by not having Netflix on my own. Holy so, like, shit! I'm, I'm practically like rolling in money. Mm. Wow. I mean, that, it's a huge myself. expense. <laughs> <laughs> Contemplating buying something in Galway. Do tell. Well, the, the way I'm looking at it, right, is I'm I've been looking for a place to move back to Galway for the last six months properly uh last year not so properly and like rents can go from anywhere between 500 and 900 euro a month for anywhere between a box room and a nice room on the suburbs so i'm like i could do that or i could get a mortgage that would be on the very low end of that price scale so even if i did want to move out or retire somewhere or whatever I could easily sell it and, you know, not lose money on it Um, or rent it out and make money that way. So I'm really struggling to find a downside to it. So I'm in my kind of contemplation mode at the minute. And I got to go speak to someone, you know, like a professional about, you know, 
going into a bank with a briefcase and coming out with a big briefcase full of cash. I assume that's how people get mortgages. Of course. Yeah, that's how it yeah and out. it's how Jimmy Snooker gets off murder charges. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think it's uh I think it's a possibility at this stage. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um Kira are gonna do it this year now as well. Uh, we just need to go in and have a chat with people in the bank the next time I'm on weekends. I'll have two days after in the week to figure it all out. And go in and see see what happens, I guess. Got us all the rolling. results. I know. Yeah. I'm just fed up of throwing money at the wall. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. how much more, how much longer can I do this? Well, that's it. Like, yeah. you've literally said the same thing. It's like, paying rent, it's, it's soul-destroying because it's literally dead money. Mm-hmm. You get nothing for it, and which is fine if it's affordable or if it's reasonable. But like, I don't think any of us are paying really good rents, you know, nah. for for what we're nah. getting. So it, it's a struggle. So like, that's the thing. Just go in and chat to someone and see. Okay, well, if I'm not there now, what do I need to do to get to where I need to be? And they'll tell you, you know, do this, do that, do other thing, and then within a year or so, you could be where you need to be. So, Big where are you looking or where are you contemplating? Uh, that's the biggest problem right now. We're not sure. Um, I am a townie. I will not live in the countryside. It's not for me. So it'd have to, it'd have to be like in town or just outside. Um, so, and she's fine with that too. That makes no difference. Uh, It's just whether we want to do it here in Galway. Um, thing is she has to be near home for her mother and all that stuff. So Mm. it kind of limits where we can move to, but, uh, Mayo is on the table but I don't know if moving the whole way home would be on the table. Kind of depends. But like, I have a friend who is paying uh, just over my share of my rent for my one-bedroom apartment, uh, and he's got a three-bed at home, but two-car drive, big back garden. I'm like, man, we're getting gypped here. He's paying 570 or something a month for his mortgage at home for a big old house. Like, damn it. And he's got two young kids, so, you know, he doesn't really, he doesn't need, you know, that's all they need it. They don't, you know, they're not going out every weekend. They're not going on holidays and stuff like that. So it's perfect. So the the jelliness is, is huge at the moment. And yeah. And I'm permanent work from home. So I'm never going to work in the office as long as I work here. So nothing's tying me to Galway anymore. So. No, the one thing I would say is I, I, you know, I've had the experience of living it in the countryside for for mm. like the last two years, and after being grown up in the countryside, so like I know you're you're a townie by by birth, and the countryside is very very quiet. That's all I'll say. Oh yeah, very, very quiet. Steve also doesn't drive though. That's yeah, the thing. that yeah, might so. also pose a problem. <laughs> See, this is where the whole thing, like people will say, oh, why don't you drive? I'm like, I've never needed to. Um, none of my brothers drive. My parents don't drive. Neither neighbors either side of me at home drive, you know, because we live literally in town. There was no need. Then I moved to Galway. I lived in town every time I was here. No need to for a car. It would only be a ridiculous expense that I couldn't justify. So I've always said, well, I'll drive if I ever need to. So this would be the bridge we'd cross here now where it's like, OK, well, if we're moving in a car. Yeah, so if we're moving a good bit out of town, I'll start driving. I have no problem. I'll, I'll go do it. I just never needed to. And it's like, that's dead money to me. I'll never use the car. So what are we going to do? Or you say that. Kids or something. You think you'd never use the car until you have the ability to use a car. And you're like, <laughs> oh, it's so much fucking hard. You just drive. You discount my uh, my willingness to go and do things, though. 
that's the I do not want to leave my house at any time for any circumstance um, it's like oh you could go visit this person I sure could you know I, I could also just sit here and do nothing so that's kind of my <laughs> my whole thing so we'll see we'll see uh, it's a lot a lot could be going on this year now so we'll figure it out from there uh, it's just the prices are just ridiculous so I'm just yeah. hoping I hit the lotto I'm going to play the lotto every Friday I'm just hoping there's a market, market crash and I can afford things. Yeah, yeah. So what, what I've done is it's very clever. It's, it's quite astute financial planning. I have removed Netflix and added on a lottery ticket. So I'm, I, I'm, still, I'm still up slightly, you know. I'm still up about two quid. <laughs> um, yeah, no, fuck it. I've been playing the lottery um, nearly every week for the last couple of weeks. And I'm thinking... I mean, it's better than throwing it into in behind a bar or something. At least there's a chance of something coming of it. But nothing ever comes of it. <laughs> so it's like this desperation at this point going, man, f- if six numbers just went my way, life is complete. And, and, and the life of my friends is then complete also. It's just, mm. what can you do? What yeah. can you do? But it's scary, like you said, your mate there. Like The difference between... What I'm looking at now for a two bed flat in Galway City versus what I could get for like a three or four bed house in rural South Tip. Mm. Oh man, Sickening, <laughs> it would depress it? you when you look at it. Okay, in in terms of pure like square footage and all that sort of stuff and amenities, but th- the reality is, you know, I'm a country boy at heart, but I've become a townie. I, mm. I after the last few years, have confirmed that I need to be living in a, a built up area just. If it's a case of going to a restaurant or going to a cinema or something like that, right now, if I want to do any of that, it's a 20 minute drive. Yeah. And like that is just soul destroying. Like I had to get out of the house here on Tuesday just because I needed my mental break from the house. Don't get me wrong. It's a fantastic home environment here, but I just needed to go. So I just went to Tesco and walked around for like 45 minutes and that was my mental break. It's like, man, if I was just living in the city, I could go for a nice walk or something like that. But here, I'm in the countryside. If you go for a walk, you're liable to get run down on the road. Yeah. Dangerous, yeah. dangerous. Yeah. So, like, there's... I, if you were moving to the countryside, I would say trial it before you buy it. You know, maybe you rent somewhere because rent in the countryside is dirt cheap anyway. Yeah. So maybe do that I, for six months or something just to get a feel for the area. I know it won't be for me, so I don't even think it's going to... It's not even on the table for me, to be honest. It's not something I want to do. Um, it mm. would be amazing. Um and just for a few for the future and everything it'd be great but it's just it's not it's not something i'm interested in um so i mean it's gonna sound weird but like foster court in galway is perfect for what i want it's dead quiet <laughs> all the time nice big back gardens four bedroom houses the only thing is and they're nice houses outside and you know they're structurally built um, but the walls are not insulated in a lot of those houses. Yeah, they were yeah. thrown up. Um, but big green area for kids to play, all that shit. If you had pets, it's perfect. Uh, drug dealers usually, right in the corner. Yeah, drug dealers right in the laneway wherever you need them. Toneries <laughs> um, uh, right there. It's perfect. Um, it's it's exactly where, you know, if I could get there, I'd if I could get my old house and have it done up, but I wonder how much it would cost me to get it to, because I lived there for so long, so I know the problems in that house. I wonder what it would cost me to get it properly insulated and get the kitchen redone and the bathroom downstairs redone. I wonder, yeah. Because they're giving grants for these heating upgrades and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. It really, you'd be, you'd probably spend maybe 10 to 15,000 and you'd have it like up to scale in terms of insulated. 
Mm. Which is against human fingers. And a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, if I could click my fingers and pick a house in Galway, I'd pick that one. It's just perfect. It's exactly where I want to live. Mm-hmm. I never would have moved out if, if I could have bought it. But hey, that is life. That is the difficulty our generation faces right now in most countries, I think. I think a lot yeah. of, a lot of uh, major countries are having the same problem. Yeah, it's a worldwide thing, not just Ireland. Yeah, yeah. UK is real bad as well, apparently. Really, really bad. But luckily you can buy a house at 21, you know, it's like I just, you know, I gave up Netflix and all that. And then I had a sizable investment from my parents every goddamn time. It's in those articles every time. Uh, yeah. Anything else going on in our worlds today, no? Before we start talking about wrestling. I'm streaming for charity tonight. And tomorrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is the charity no. the AWP? It is not, unfortunately. Oh, it is. Damn it. Game goes speaking fund again, Fitz. Special <laughs> special effect UK. Nice. What are you playing? Uh well, whatever we're playing tonight, so probably Fall Guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have myself earmarked for Fall Guys at Rocket League tonight. We'll see if we get that Rocket League Ooh, and then custom I've, lobbies. Uh, maybe. And then I've got uh Grid Legends came out this week, so I'm gonna give that a go tomorrow. Oh yeah. yeah. Nice. Not so good reviews. All of all your people from work are playing Fall Guys, is it? No, no. Or you're jumping in with us I'm and you're just going to stream it. Just, just, uh, just, yeah, don't be dicks on the stream. <laughs> right. Okay, that limits so be careful. the stream. Be careful. Yeah, okay. Right, I got or you. I, okay. I might just not share my Discord audio. audio. It's going to be an awkward stream, but you never know. We'll see how it goes. It would be, yeah. And when you want to talk, you'd have to, like, have a different stream going for talking so that we... Yeah, that could be <laughs> weird. <laughs> Every time someone, like... Oh, well, I won't say his name, man. Uh, Sobbles might pop in. We're like, don't say anything mental. <laughs> you will lose <laughs> your job. shit bugger or piss. God damn it. <laughs> uh, let's see what happens. Um, cool. Sounds good. Uh, Cesaro, gone from the dub dub we. Yeah. Um, what came out of nowhere, I think. Yeah, because it was reported he signed a new deal last year. Must have only yeah. been a one-year deal, like. Yeah. That or he just never signed it. Maybe he was negotiating a year ago and never signed it. Um, so obviously he's, his contract has run out, so he's got no non-compete. So he's good to go whenever. Might show up in GCW tonight. That'd be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, um, tell me, do you know of or have you heard of the beef between him and Eddie Kingston? You watched no, the video I, today. Tell us stories. Yes. yes. So I didn't know much about this. I didn't know anything about this, perfectly honest, until I saw a tweet doing the spirals to say that, you know, Eddie Kingston tweeted out to say he doesn't have the balls to turn up at AEW. I was like, okay, that's pretty strange. So I did a bit of deep diving into it, and uh, Eddie had retweeted a video um, from some filmmaker of his time in Chikara that Eddie Kingston had, um, what's his name, Joseph Montelcio. Never heard of him before. But he has old Chikara tapes and he documented the feud between Eddie Kingston and Claudio Castagnoli. It's very hard to say. Mm. And it goes back to when Eddie was, you know, he didn't trust, I'm going to keep calling him Cesaro because that's an easier name, didn't trust Cesaro, yeah. uh, called him a phony, called him fake, didn't trust him. And they had a best of three effectively and whoever won the rubber match, the loser had to pay respects and shake the hand of the winner. Eddie refused to do that, as even though he lost the feud. And then, not too long after that, Cesaro turned heel and turned his back on the people that who'd 
teamed with before. So it was kind of vindication for Eddie, or so we might think. So this whole thing might just be a work. But I think with Eddie, a lot of times his works are (laughs) steeped in reality. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Now, I've never heard anyone really have anything bad to say about Cesaro, so who knows? Not Um, at all, yeah. It's interesting because could you imagine the meat that would be slapped figuratively and literally if Eddie Kingston and Cesaro had a match? Was that? Is there a joker in the ladder match? Uh, There usually is. But when there's qualifications, though, can you do... You probably still can. Fuck it, yeah, Yeah. throw them in there. Yeah, throw them in there. It's going to be that or swerve for the pay-per-view, anyway. Yeah, you could also do uh, Kings of Wrestling in the tag team. There you go. But it's just one of those, like... Hmm? That would be one... Who's your hero? Uh, Cassius Ono? That'd be the one. (laughs) Basketball (laughs) man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was very good wrestling. This year, he had an NXT 2.0 gimmick before then. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, he doing something with Ring of Honor, wasn't he? Was he like a a producer in Ring of Honor? Yeah. Yeah. So I presume he would be free to do something. But in fairness, Ring of Honor isn't the company anymore. So yeah, Mm. they're glorified Mm. indie, I think, aren't they? Mm. Pretty much, yeah. They're not hiring people on contracts anymore. Well, for the foreseeable. Um, Buddy Matthews jacked out of his goddamn mind as uh, debuted in AEW as a member of the House of Black. He looks, yeah. he stands out like a sore thumb. The two lads covered it head to toe in tattoos. <laughs> buddy, just <laughs> immaculate physique. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Hi, my name is Buddy. <laughs> so it's an odd one, but I'm guessing it's, it's, well, I'm not guessing. Maybe I'm thinking maybe. It does lead to a, a feud between Black yeah. and, and... It's definitely a short there. time at term alliance, yeah. I'd say. Feels yeah. absolutely. Uh, because, um, well, mainly because I don't want to see it again. We've seen this sort of buddy with when he was with Seth. Yeah. Um, you know, doing the Messiah thing. So do we really need to see him being a, a disciple again? Granted, obviously, it would be a hell of a lot better because Seth Rollins isn't involved. <laughs> that's, that, that's, uh, that might be a bit harsh on Seth now. That's mean. He seemed to be getting back over with the internet fans again. It's not, yeah, it's not as, you don't see as much hate for Rollins anymore. But I think it's purely down to the theme song. People seem to like the theme song. Um, but yeah. Well, my, um, my logic, if he's sound with Becky, he, he must be reasonably sound in real life. Yeah, we, we had to adopt True. him, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Sucks. Damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Rebecca. <laughs> oh, sorry. Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, sorry. Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, TM. Uh, property WWE PLC. Perfect. Um, uh, Buddy Matthews has debuted. Uh, Fightful have also confirmed that uh, Shane Swerve Strickland has signed for AEW as well. Just hasn't debuted yet. Swerve the greatest now or something like that? Swerve the realist. Is the realist. Swerve like, the yeah. realist. That's it, yeah. Um, I think he'll probably use Shane Strickland as his kind of a more real like wrestling it. name. The rest will be just his music. Uh, yeah, his rap career, yeah. Because that's, um, the rumor is that they're signing him not just for his wrestling ability, which of course he's great anyway, but his crossover appeal in terms of his music ability. Because uh, obviously he was the star of that group formerly known as Hit Row. Single tired. The other two were sucked. Um, but yeah. On TV, though. The big question is that when he debuts, 
are we going to hear Shaka Khan? Even if he does it just once. Even oh. if he just rents the song for a night, hey, he has to. Pay for it. Pay for it. Did you see like him showing up? Was it Warrior Wrestling last weekend? I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. One of them. He showed Which up in the grey suit. Uh, no, he, well, he showed up in an indie with Darby Allen. Maybe it was two weeks oh. ago. Um, Darby Allen had given that young kid a contract. Nick Wayne, I think his name is. And uh, maybe I'm conflict. Maybe two nights are rubbing together. I'm not sure, but uh, he showed up at the indie, like dressed to the nines in a class kind of well-fitted grey suit, coming out to Shaka Khan. Like man, oh, you no. got that's how you debut on TV mm-hmm. in that exact gear. Don't come out in wrestling gear. Show up in the suit like that. Make a fucking oh, yeah. statement. Yep, and we'll get He's great. He's really, really in good. Stadium there next month. Yeah, we are. Such a class. I'll be at work. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it, OTT. The choices you make, Steve. The choices yep. you make. Yeah, the, the choices I make. You know, yeah. I'm I'm always like, damn it, I want to work this weekend. Put me on. I'd love to not go watch wrestling. Fun. Um, <laughs> There's the words you use. I, I'm glad you finally accept it. <laughs> They're listening. They've, they've got my house tapped. Um, yeah, a Swerve is going to be... Uh, I'm, I'm just wondering, because we might as well talk about the... Because Jeff Hardy has confirmed and since backtracked, but he's Jeff Hardy has accidentally confirmed that he is signed with AEW or is about to sign with AEW. Uh, on a YouTube show that has 200 subscribers or something. <laughs> um, which is a lot more now. Uh, he Just some kid interviewed him at, at one of his gigs and was like, what are you going to do? Oh yeah, I'm going to AEW. Fuck WWE. I'm like, okay what? then. Cool. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks for the scoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, I saw Sean Ross Sapp uh, quote tweeting something. It was to do with the Trump administration. It was like, the guy, some journalist goes, I was working on this story for a year and he just tweeted it out. And <laughs> Sean Russell quote tweets that and it's like son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they've hired a lot of people, signed a lot of people this year alone. Like I think we, I looked at it last night and it was like that would be ten, I think, if you include Cesaro, which we presume he will end up there. What kind of a culling are we looking at here? It could be absolutely stratospheric say, levels. Of it's, I don't know if it's going to be a culling. It's just you know, there's a lot of people that have been there for a while that we haven't seen mm. on TV for a while that you mm. just won't see on TV again. Yeah. Like it's not, um, not going to be a WWE level calling. It's just going to yeah. be, you know, those people that have been there in the background on Dark and Elevation and all that shit that mm. just aren't going to be on Dark and Elevation yeah. anymore. Guess so. Guess so. It's just, it's just progression. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Like yeah. It's going back to the old days, which, you know, people often look back at the old days and with some kind of romantic notions of it all. But the old days, there was no such thing as a job for life. You know, you were you go through the territories. You you do a stint here, you do yep. a stint there, you move around. To be fair, that's probably what it should be. And WWE, you know, moved the goalposts to a large degree when they became the only player in town. And all of a sudden, if you didn't work there, you didn't work anywhere. So you, you had people on long term deals, which were like people get stale. Even the best of performers, you know, yeah, they they go through periods of you know of nothingness. So. The fact that, you know, you're cycling through talent and people are moving between different promotions, it's only a good thing. It keeps things fresh, keeps things interesting. Um, also gives people a chance to, you know, go away for a while and rest and heal up. Yep, it can only be exactly. a good thing. And if done right, you know, yep. there's obviously big asterisks beside that. You, you, know, you can't fuck over people like having 17 bus flips in a year, WWE. Um, credit to, 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 what's his name, Tony Khan, for at least paying people's out their contracts. I'll give respect yeah. for that. Yeah, exactly. Very true. 
There is then, true. you do wonder about the, the fact that they renewed Brian Cage contract when they haven't used him in ages as well. It's like that mm, is so weird. It's odd. Allegedly. Is it uh, is it a case that he didn't want another person going there just yet until he makes his big announcement? Maybe he didn't want to have Cody and Brian Cage for the perception of people jumping off the ship until he makes his big announcement next week. I I'm surprised. Think fuck you, money. I'm surprised Brian know. Cage agreed to the contract renewal. Yeah, maybe yeah. he didn't have an option. Maybe it was. Um, it was a contract. It, it was yeah. It's a, a trigger. Up. It's a trigger. Yeah. Mm. Now the question is. It, it, TK doesn't seem like the sort of guy that would do that you know because he had the op- he had the same option on Cody's contract and obviously he didn't enforce that so he let him go because there was creative differences between the two and it was just easier to let him go and do his own thing than extend him on and keep him on the payroll even if he's not happy so it doesn't strike me as if he'd do it if he wasn't willing to do it it's so wild say, to think that if you went back and told us six months ago that two options are coming up, uh, Brian Cage and Cody, <laughs> only one of them are being renewed. <laughs> oh, everyone would have picked uh, Cody. What a live. That's just fucking wild. Um, Bobby Lashley, legit hurt, uh, likely to miss Mania, which sucks because he, uh, he, he was on a good run there for a long time, six, eight months. Best run of his um, life. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so the angle at Elimination Chamber to write him out of the match and saying that he was in concussion protocol. So bad. So bad. Like if he hadn't said a concussion protocol, I think fair enough, just an angle to write him out of the match. It was grand, but why would you? That's a serious fucking thing. Don't make that yeah. storyline thing. Especially Absolutely. in WWE. Yeah. yeah. Dogs are in the enclosed pool area. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Wow. Uh, it's a horrible thing to say if it's... Gordo's not here. Someone had to say it. Someone had to say it. I am so sorry that I was not your mother. It's a lovely God. poem, to be fair. Yeah. I, I, that could replace How Dare You from Greta as one of the cringiest <laughs> things. <laughs> so, so, um, and turns out she was in Santa's Little Helper with The Miz and Paige. Yep. WWE Movies Production. Fucking hilarious. Um, Drake Maverick has somehow found his way back into the company again. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. Yeah. Uh, he has been working for the creative team for a couple of weeks or something like that. Um, so he's back. Fired twice in the space of a year and a half, and he's back. <laughs> I'm surprising he's not freeing the narrative. Like. He is. I, I would have thought he'd be there, but it's gone. Mm. That's a weird one. Austin Aries what the fuck are you doing yeah. dealing with Austin Aries like the perception Whoa. was bad as it was but he is going for the three beat <laughs> um, uh, oh yeah and Tony Khan teasing a big announcement uh, not like anything we've seen before it's under an, an NDA so possibly something TV or streaming related Uh, So there's a quote here. uh, I've been talking a lot about a big announcement in the world of pro wrestling. Not only is there going to be a a lot of great wrestling on the show, I promise you guys I have a huge announcement coming. Nobody knows what it is. It's going to be something very important in the wrestling business. It's not one particular piece of talent. It's something very special. I'm really excited about it. I believe it's something we'll be in position to announce on Wednesday. I'm pretty excited about that. 
It's mm. not like Tony Khan to build up an announcement and yeah. Have, uh, God, there's I another show in, or in Jacksonville. Yeah, I was going to say, did they go under a million again? And he's gone. Ah, <laughs> oh, I've got an announcement. I've got an announcement. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's using that as a crutch lately, isn't he? Yeah, fuck, it's working for him, I guess. Um, he usually does have some sort of thing happening on those something, shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, there's always like something going on. At least uh, you rarely see phone-in shows, you know. Yeah. The phrasing the though, like it, it definitely does seem something like a show or something like that, or some big deal. Maybe they've finally made a proper deal with New Japan. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, an yeah. official, or maybe there's a show. Maybe they're going to bring over a lot of talent and do a pay per view or something. Mm, crossover show, AEW yeah. versus New Japan. Mm. Like, why would you have an NDA if it's a talent? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like Unless was all I could think of was Okada. Like maybe it was like. Okay, we can't tell anyone about this, or I don't know. How, why would you need an NDA there? I don't know. Maybe they want a surprise and they don't want Sean Ross up finding out. <laughs> um, but he'll find a way. Uh, all I can think is some business partnership. Yeah, the TV streaming thing. Yeah, it could be a thing. Maybe they're going to like one of the big platforms and uh, up on Paramount Plus or something. Possibility of buying the Ring of Honor library. Mm. Ah, that's probably what it is. Mm. Be an interesting uh, one. If you buy it, though, you need to put it somewhere. So they also mm. need a streaming deal of some sort or some sort of yeah. thing that isn't just a weekly TV show. Do TNT yeah. or Warner Media have a streaming service? Are they? They're not HBO. I think so. Is they Hulu? Or, I don't know. They've got something because people watch that show on the app, don't they? Isn't there some app? I think that's just a TNT app. Right, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Ring of Honor. Oh, maybe it is HBO a- Max. Dark. HBO yeah. Max, there we go. Uh, maybe AEW Dark becomes AEW Ring of Honor. Maybe, something, maybe he bought the company. Maybe he literally bought the company. <laughs> Do you know what? Like that? Would you be surprised? No. No. Well, they've got a lot of people in their ex-Ring of Honor. Um. Mm-hmm. Be quite the uh, the way to go under Vince there as well that they cut because they weren't WWE were inquiring about it. Um, it makes sense for they, any either of the two companies to buy that because they've so many yeah. people on the roster that came from there. Now at mm-hmm. this stage, WWE don't have a whole lot left because all the most of the big ones left. Yeah, but, uh, it would fill out the AEW streaming platform if that's a thing. Yeah. Because at the moment, like they don't have, they need to have a lot more content. Like they need yeah. to also like get a deal if they could get a deal with GCW as well, or some of that, or with mm. you know, some of the big companies, uh, PWG. Like I doubt they'll ever go for a streaming deal, but you know, something like that would mm. be great for them as well because their fan base is going to be more going to lean towards that. Yeah, and WWE are never going to go for that sort of stuff. So, yeah, could be that. Could be a, a a platform to rival the network with multiple companies on it and lots of indie companies and things. Mm. Now that could be cool. Um, lots of Cody teases on Raw from Edge and The Miz and stuff like that. So it looks like he's uh, signed, sealed, delivered there. WWE don't tease stuff they don't, they're not going to deliver on. Things like that. Yeah, <laughs> really? Lockbox? Well, uh, they, they delivered in the sense that they said it was locked away and it will never be seen you know that kind of way but they don't start teasing people are coming in and and not do it so i think he's i think he's done i think he's a done deal there cool 
Yep. Oh, really hope it's nothing to do with the Miz, though. Please do not tank Cody the minute he walks in with the fucking Miz. For the love of God. Well, the Miz Sp- angle is sort of true Mania, so unless it's a post, like, Raw after Mania show, maybe. maybe. I can see that being a good time to debut him, actually. Yeah. They have, uh, Alex Pulowski tweeted out a thing, Corbin, uh, or not Corbin, Drew and Madcap Moss on SmackDown tonight. What? That's a completely fresh matchup. I know, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I have concerns about Cody being around people like The Miz where those feuds go on for six months. Uh, speaking I, of Madcap, the fucking... Oh, yeah. The, oh, what was it? The reverse, reverse Alabama Slam. Yeah, reverse Alabama Slam he took at the Elimination Chamber. Ho, ho, ho. He is very lucky. Yeah. Very, very lucky. And that's all on him. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm. Don't tuck your head on that move. Yeah. It ain't uh, rocket science, lad. Just fucking take the bump. What did you think of Elimination Chamber? Wow. Wow. Feels like a lifetime ago now. It does. It was grand. Like, it's nothing special. It was a show. It was. They brought the Usos and the Viking Raiders all the way across (laughs) the world to not have a match. And Lashley. And Lashley, to be fair, yeah. Could have taken him out on Raw. He was was injured in the match. His match started. The, um, it came out afterwards that they were doing the gimmick where Lashley was second last in and Lesnar was going to be last in so they've done this before where like the, you know the elimination chamber counts down and then it's like oh that pod's opening but nobody's in there but Lesnar didn't want to hang around so he literally and apparently this is true he just broke out of the thing himself and it made the match about five minutes shorter yeah because AJ had no offense or something there was somebody AJ just came in did nothing was beaten and just Brock went full Brock it was funny, at least. This yeah. version of Brock Lesnar is arguably the best version of Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah, you watched Raw this week, did you? A little bit. I, I watched the first, like, 40 minutes of it, and I didn't go back. That, that wasn't because I wasn't too entertained by what I saw. I actually was, surprisingly, but just got busy. Uh, but Brock Lesnar's promo to open the show, fantastic. Give yeah, that man a mic. Uh, it was a, it, it almost looking back it seems criminal that he was with Heyman for so long and never spoke I know that was mm. the heel character and that was the heel shtick that he was going for completely get that but the guy has charisma beyond his wrestling ability but even the little flashes they allowed, they allowed him do you remember with Heath Slater I don't give a shit about your kids <laughs> that was just a great line uh, yeah the Brock party oh, uh, Brock party oh the boombox Brock good times um is there anything to talk about there just brock won the title which and now they're going to unify the belt well we don't have to unify but they're title for title a a becky job or someone's gonna hold on a little bit brocky two belts uh bianca belair one which sets up that match with becky at mania which is Mm -hmm. a big for me think so i have zero interest in watching that match again there you go they, they uh, run these things into the ground. I, I think I was in the minority, but I did not enjoy the Lita Becky match at all. I enjoyed that. Not not because I don't I don't want to shit on either, but they were fine. Like it was it was a grand match. I didn't hate it. But I thought it, it was a bit harsh for Lita's first real match back to be a title match at a pay-per-view. She could definitely have done with a few matches as a warm-up to get kind of the a bit of ring rust off and you know sharpen up a bit. But the finish, I hated the finish with a passion. 
Lita hits a moonsault, gets a two count. They both stand up and Becky hits the rock bottom. Like, what? Came out of nowhere, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, give, give me a reason. Like, just little nuances like that. Um, frustrating. Kevin Dunn f- with his fucking zooms and cuts missed both moonsaults. <laughs> yep. <sighs> like, oh, oh my God. And even, it, you could say he did get them on camera, but it cuts in midair. You don't fucking see anything. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just show us the impact. That's the oh. biggest gripe. And I don't think any company is innocent of not doing it. Just show the move from start to finish. Yeah. Completely get that you might need to cut mid-move if the current angle is going to show a miss or a near hit or something like that. Mm. But that's the minority, and you can see that coming a mile away. Yep. You know, just let people enjoy it. That's why the New Japan hard camera is fantastic. It really because is. Because for the most part, it, it stays on that like 75% of the time. And you get to enjoy. You actually see what's happening. <laughs> like, Even when they cut so- it, they stay on the angle, though. They'll, like, stay, like, from a low shot with someone doing, a, like, an elbow drop from the top or something. They'll stay on that yeah. angle when he's climbing the rope and when he jumps down. You know, it, it'll and it, yeah. you'll see the whole thing. Then it'll cut back. It's, it's not it rocket around. I don't know, was it around, like, um, Wrestle Kingdom time or somewhere like that when... There was like an episode of SmackDown on and there was something like 200 cuts within a minute. Yeah. And yeah. like the, the next night on Wrestle Kingdom, there was like 12 cuts in the same time. It was just like something <laughs> yeah. exorbitant about that camera cut difference. It was Well, the famous one was the Osprey and Ibushi one, you know, where they did the flip out of the head scissors and Osprey landed on his feet and Ibushi mm-hmm. just turned around slowly and then they cut to Osprey. Just perfect. Oh, such perfect. a good Yeah. Yeah. Um, Less is more, lads. Less is exactly. more. It really is. Zoom, zoom, cut, cut. Zoom and cut on every punch. So nobody sees anything. Uh, Elimination Chamber happened. WrestleMania season is well and truly upon us. And the sign didn't burn down this time. Because there was no sign. That's good. That's good. And Um, Drew did run around with a sword trying to decapitate people. He did. In Saudi Arabia. Yes, yes. Thought that might have been a bit in poor taste, but (laughs) hey-ho. Ah, look, you know, you go to a country, you kind of... Parents Embrace culture. our culture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 oh God, I couldn't. I couldn't hit the mute button in time. <laughs> Damn. Apologies for someone's head that I just blew off there. I'm not cutting it. You can't make me. I'll never find it anyway. Um. Cool. Um. Dynamite. Then the the two big things this week. The MGF promo uh, seems to have gone down very very well. Yes. This. I. In retrospect, this could have gone down horribly wrong. But I think it's a credit to MGF that it got over so well. So he, he talks about how uh, he is the way he is. It, it, it's almost like the backstory of a villain, which is why it hits so hard. Because the best villains in movies and TVs, TV shows are people that you can actually relate to. You know, on a deep level. You don't obviously agree with what they're doing but you can relate to them on a personal level. And that's what MGF is kind of tweaking at here. So he's saying that, you know, his dream all along was to be a wrestler. And that when he was a kid, he used to get bullied because he'd a severe ADHD. And he was, in his words, a little Jew boy. And he was getting bullied in school. And, you know, his friends would throw coins on the ground and tell him to pick it up and all this sort of stuff. So he really was, you know, bullied as a kid. And he was looking forward to one day meeting Punk at a signing. He went along, met Punk, got his picture, and he that was his dream. From then on, he wanted to be a wrestler. Grew up, went to school, became good at football, went to college as a, as a 
you know, a, a football player. But when Punk quit, Punk, MJF used that in kayfabe storyline and possibly reality. We don't know. That well, if Punk is quitting on his dream, then why should he stick around for him? You know, you're the voice of the voiceless, but now the the voiceless don't have a voice anymore. Some very good shit thrown in here. And then it was just, it was very, very good. Like it, it's all on YouTube. Really go back and, and watch it from start to finish. Punk then comes out at the very end of it. And without a mic, no music hits. He just literally walks out, kind of a confused and concerned look almost on his face. And he can, kind of stands up to Tim Jeff, who's literally an emotional wreck, so to speak, in the ring with a tear rolling down his eye. And you could hear it off the camera mic. It's like, was that true? Were you telling me the truth? And MJF just walks out and walks up the ramp with a tear in his eye. Very, very good stuff. So, so the story is that Punk abandoned him then, is it? Yeah. So he's using, the, the, you know, Punk was his idol, Punk was his hero, and Punk betrayed him when he was growing up and he needed to believe in his hero, and his hero abandoned him and everyone else like him. And that's what set him on the path of destruction, so to speak. And that's why he is the way he is. That he's hell-bent on proving that Punk isn't the best in the world, that he's better than and he wants Punk to know it. Very, very mm. good. Very simple. But uh, like you you put the gif in the, in the Discord there of the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. It's true though, isn't it? Like whether it's Two-Face out of out Batman Dark Knight, you know, you can easily understand why people do the evil things that they do to a large degree don't have to agree with what they do but you can understand how they went from where they were to where they got to and you that's where they're going with MJF. or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain there you go thank you i was thank actually looking man. for the killing joke I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the big thing in the killing joke is it just takes one bad day and that was what i was actually yeah. trying to find but i settled on that one and uh, that's where the joker kind of origin comes from exactly so they're going in mm. now to revolution and sunday week into their dog collar match and MJF is kind of going in there with a little bit of sympathy behind him. Yep, it's going to be and a bit of a mixed crowd. They have the potential to maybe do a double turn. I don't know if MJF would work as a face properly, though. Ah, or so temporarily, or, yes, but I don't think he could be a full-time face. Or a double double turn. That could work. No. <laughs> so the double turn and then the, the turn back again. So like the way I kind of kind of what clicked in my mind was that maybe you know they go into this match not knowing what's happening and during the match punk locks on like some sort of like what's the submission the anaconda vice locks that in with the dog collar and refuses to let it go and mjf passes out with a pool of his own blood or something like that and that's you know that's the sympathy turn but then all of a sudden you see punk or mjf like winking or smirking off to the crowd as if to say, oh, you bastard, you fucking duped us. And then Punk, you know, beats him up even further. So there's definitely some, there's a lot of nuance to this story. And it's very intriguing to how they're going to play it out. I guess it is a case where MGF, you know, the other shoe will drop. And MGF is just trying to weasel his way out of the dog collar match or try to garner sympathy. And he, he'd turn out, was like, oh, no, it's okay. I am that piece of shit you always thought I was. I'm guessing oh, it that's has to where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be because the ultimate payoff of all of this is Wardlow beating the shit out of MGF. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I said it before, that Punk is just a pawn in this storyline. The storyline is MGF and Wardlow. Oh, yeah. Which is weird saying that Punk is like, you know, second fiddle in a storyline. Well, yeah. that's it. But that's what he's doing. He's he's there to enhance the story. He's 
he's putting over both of these guys. That's all you could want from a, a vet. Um, the other thing then was uh, Jericho and Kingston. I heard great yes. things about this also. I haven't had a chance to see any of it. But I yeah. think you would be very sports entertained by this. Yes. Uh, I will check it out. Jericho looks great. Yeah, he's having a fuck ton of weight. Wow. I want whatever he's having, even if it is some tableweed. Yeah. Eh, maybe some Colombian stumps, stem cells, a little bit of tableweed. Yeah. Nice little Saturday. Nice little Saturday. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Kingston, Jericho, that'll be, that'll be fun. It's a shame they didn't have like a month of promo battles to build up to it. But yeah, I guess less is more in this situation. Yeah, uh, they, they could easily talk themselves stupid. Whereas the whole point of this promo and the way this promo went down was that Kingston didn't want to talk. He's like, what are yeah. we doing here? This is stupid. This I'm not here for sports entertainment. If you want sports entertainment, go down the block because they were in yeah. Connecticut. So that was a good <laughs> a cheap pop. Fantastic. Um, he was like, if, if all we're going to do here is talking, you might as well, hey, Tony, who's back there? Have we got... Um, uh, oh, what's Nail and... Um, Chris Statlander. Yeah. So he, 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 he kind of leaned into the fact that the fans want more women's wrestling on the show. And he said that while we're talking here, we're doing nothing. We might as well have that extra women's match on the show. So that was a nice little touch as well. Um, so they kind of ended up with uh, Kingston saying that, you know, he doesn't want just any Chris Jericho in a match. He doesn't want the Mimosa match Chris Jericho. He wants the old school Jericho. He wants the Jericho that bled in Tennessee. And it looks like we're going to get the Painmaker version of Jericho, which, you know. In theory is great. Let's see how it works yeah, out. No. Um this this pay-per-view, while looking absolutely stacked, it is looking almost too stacked to a degree. Because we also get confirmation of Moxley and Danielson. Danielson accepts the challenge after mm. beating Daniel Garcia in a lovely technical match. Chef's kiss. Very, very good. Uh, so how was the hangman and Adam Cole story? In comparison to all of the stuff, how was that like? Is that it, does that feel as big as the other gate matches? Or not it's really? Crack? It's kind of been similar to Hangman's run so far. It's kind right. of been second fiddle to the other stories, unfortunately. Oh, we did get story time with Adam Page, baby. We did. That was a nice yeah, he, twist. He became champion just when when Punk, Danielson, and all these people started coming into the company. Uh, Cole. So I guess there's probably a little bit of being overshadowed there a little bit. I guess. Do they take yeah. the title off him? Do they put it on Cole? I don't think Cole. they need to. No, I think keep a hang one for now. Like Cole has got his storyline with uh, the Bullet Club, the Elite, Kenny, the mm. Young Bucks, the uh, Red Dragon. I don't think you need to put the title into that mix just yet. And Hangman needs more uh, to kind of cement a good title reign. Mm. But it's good. And they're going to have a class match. There's no doubt about that. I don't Miro's think- due back soon, isn't he? Hangman Miro will be good. Uh, Miro's fit he's ready to go yeah. um, he's just off telly because there's nothing for him at the minute which is understandable when you're like a couple of weeks out from a pay-per-view so yeah. I'd imagine he'll be on television within two weeks yep um, sounds good sounds good um, Pentagon Dark is back I saw that on Twitter Penta Oscuro Oscuro okay uh, Alex Abernathy's <laughs> it was what a very good entrance <laughs> Watch the entrance. I assume it's up on YouTube somewhere. Um, he comes out from behind like a tombstone and Abrahantis is dressed 
like death, I can I think. Yeah. Or it's got like a dark druid cloak and a face white face paint on him, like yeah. Oh god. And he was he was carrying some <laughs> form of like a, a scepter or some sort of Dick stolen like Danhausen's gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a jar of teeth, he had a jar of, jar of teeth. Yes. <laughs> but this was good. Dollars. Penta, uh, the, Penta and Pack got the win when Penta effectively put his hand over the mouth of Malachi Black to prevent him misting him. And then Pack got, he got a roll up or something like that. So that was good. And obviously that led to the debut of Le Buddy Matthews. So. Mm. Not so bad. Do you think he's still under two hundred and five pounds? Pushing <laughs> <laughs> three hundred at the moment. He, he wasn't under two hundred and five pounds when he was in WWE. Like in no. five line, like so. Uh, Do you remember that? Good God, he's jacked. That photo good of him in God. the gym after he got released. Yeah, went yeah. viral. Apparently, he was only two hundred and twelve pounds there. Mm. Yeah. No. Apparently, the first time he did it, he was legit. He legit cut weight to make two hundred five. Yeah. Now, whether I'm challenge. assuming. Yeah, I assume two days later he was 207 or whatever, and then it was like, ah, fuck it, who cares? UFC fighter weigh-in style. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ricky Starks has gone into the land of the Giants, I see, uh, for the face of the Revolution qualifying match. He's He beat uh, 10. I feel sorry for who? 10. That's two big losses within a week. He lost yeah, to Adam Cole on Rampage. They are doing the whole, he's clearly turning on the dark order and going and breaking away from them because he's you reckon really, i'll be like him barging through them every time now when he's on his entrance and not doing the fellows around yeah he's getting broken up from them but he was the chosen one he was the one handpicked by Brody lee to be in in the dark order he's the yeah. one most connected to negative one maybe he doesn't like the damn shenanigans going around the dark order these days and he's like fuck this i'm gonna make a darker order Maybe like it'd be interesting to see what they do because that would be an interesting I mean, story to tell. He is on a lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine. <laughs> he is on yeah. a lot of yeah. his BTE character, all about the shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very good. Um, but Ricky Starks, it made sense for him to win though, because obviously, you know it's not a recognized belt. He's still a champion within the realms of AEW, mm. and you can't have champions losing. Also, uh, it means there's two people from Team Taz in the ladder match, which makes more more interesting dynamic. Yeah, couldn't you just, like, please use some, like, remember Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins started using logic, and it was like, no, why would we, why would, let's just get disqualified and we qualify, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> so why, okay. why would they not, like, have Hobbs control the ladder while Stark climbs up? So I'm hoping they they do something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's also, know, at least, at least show it, you know. Like, it's going to end up with, with the two of them versus Keith Lee is where that's going to end up, like, Keith Lee's yeah. going to have a feud with the whole yeah. faction for a while, but I reckon, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to team up against him in the match. It didn't make a lot of sense to have Hobbs on the ground covering all angles and Starks is the quicker man. He can be get he can get up the ladder faster. And then they're like the agreement is you get the first shot. You know, that sort of thing. You could do mm. that quite easily. A bit of logic thrown in there. And the winner uh, is a, a TNT title match, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Can't remember. Not a world title. I think it's I think it's TNT, yeah, if I remember right. Didn't Brian Cage get a world title when he won this before? I don't know. I think it was Cody was champion at the time. I'm very sure. sure I think it was TNT. It's the face of the revolution, so... Must be the champ. You know, because Cage fought Moxley. Do you remember Taz? Future AWTNT championship match. So they've changed that then, okay. Yep. 
Cool. Um, makes more sense, I guess, because uh, you can kind of get into a TNT shot. You can kind of jump the rankings a little bit, surely. Uh, yeah. They did have open challenges for months, so makes sense. Keeps exactly, their booking yeah. honest then on the way to the world title. They've made a canon, so makes sense. Yes, sir. Uh, was there anything from Rampage from last week then to chat about? Uh, um, well, while we're White. still on Dynamite, I would shout out Jade Cargill. Looked quite good this week. And her promo with Tay Conti after the match, where she literally just kissed her on the forehead. That's very good. I'm going to jump a- in and I'm going to jump in on behalf of Gordo because he's probably <laughs> seething when he sees this. Um, <laughs> the she botched a pin kick out. I saw that on. Yes, she did not kick out a pin. That yeah, was very obviously a pin. The ref at the stop. Ref at the stop. Yeah, the color of her hair is appropriate. <laughs> oh, wowie, yowie, Jesus. There you go, Gordo. Myself and Nick have tag teamed there to give you a shot against Jade Cargill there. Perfect. They're so racist. <laughs> racist. <laughs> God. Um, anything, st- any, any other storylines cooking on TV? Anything from Rampage? Uh, the tag team Battle Royal. Uh, like most battle royals the first few minutes of it are, are, are completely skippable because it's just a mm. bit of a mess but when it got down to I think it was the final five or six where it, it had one also that big gap where they were an ad break that was very nothing happened for about three minutes <laughs> as well, uh, towards the end yeah well that, that's that's the nature of battle royals it, like there is no easy way to do them and that's why Royal Rumbles work so much better because there's fewer people in the ring at any one time mm. Uh, but it was very, very good when it when it got down to the to the business end of the battle royal, so to speak. When you had one member of like six different teams as the final contestants, and then uh, Matt Jackson and Kyle O'Reilly kind of teamed up to eliminate a few, until Kyle O'Reilly double crossed Matt Jackson and eliminated him while he was in the process of eliminating Johnny Hungy. Uh, so that kind of just fuels the fires more between. Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. I'm guessing the Young Bucks win the one next week then. And is it a triple threat tag match or something? Correct. Cool. Um, but I don't think the Young Bucks win next week. I think Red Dragon screw them out of it somehow. Mm-hmm. And I think Santana and Ortiz should win it. Hmm. And Let's then, yeah, yeah, I suppose. But it'd be odd that they don't, they don't have the Bucks on the pay-per-view then. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Oh, no, it's just it's just unusual. We've are we've said it. They've AW is slightly outgrown the box. Yeah, I think uh, so. this version of them, they need to recycle them. Oh god, like yeah, this, they, gimmick um, is, right. this has been dead six months ago. Well, that's why they're. I assume they're waiting for Kenny to come back, and they'll have the face turn with Kenny, and then it'll be yeah. Kenny in the box and Cole and Red Dragon. Like, would you I'm have all, Kenny the face that. in that feud? I think you would. Mm. I would go the other way, person. Out of Adam Cole as a face, he's over as fuck. Yeah, yeah but he's so. he's very similar to Britt Baker in a way that I think they're more naturally heels. Whereas the mm. Young Bucks don't really come off well as heels in in the darkest of senses. They come off as smarmy, arrogant heels, but that doesn't work when you're in a, a, a direct feud like this. And the funny thing is, Adam Cole seems like the nicest guy on planet Earth, but he's just a really good piece of shit on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
And especially with the cool. way they've been booked so far, like Red Dragon are the ones that are causing the issues for the Young Bucks. It seems more logical that they're going to be the heels. Mm. And they could cool. swerve us completely and have like Kenny and Red Dragon and uh, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. That sounds like something Vince would do just to piss people <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're leaving I, the door I, open for a lot of different scenarios. Yeah, like I'm going to have mention. AJ, the Good Brothers, and Finn Balor on the roster for three years together and never do anything with them. Fucking weirdo. Yeah. They did a couple anyway. of spots where they ran into each other backstage. That's yeah. okay, right? <laughs> they threw up the two sweet and Finn knocked on the packing case and walked away at SummerSlam or whatever. Like, oh, use. And I'll never forget the crowd just going, oh, no, why did you? Dickheads. Such dickheads. Troll booking. Uh, well, speaking um, of talking about our, our good friend uh, Nick was at the show as well this week. Mm. Nick was in Stanford, Connecticut. Mm. Is he working on a, 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 some sort of like? Is he going to take over WWE shop and start being the uh, official <laughs> apparel hat, provider? Hat provider <laughs> and, and provi- yeah, like fucking improve the fucking quality of the product that they're throwing out. <laughs> Let's just say he walked through the forbidden door. The forbidden mm-hmm. door. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, cool. Um, main roster stuff or NXT? Sorry. Um, I hear there was Nikita a huge debut on NXT this week. Nikita Lyons has landed. She has internet. Uh, internet enjoyed that match. Uh, the, catch is catch can classic. I heard the key demo was having you know lots yeah. of fun strokes, <laughs> lots of lots of strokes. <laughs> I saw a great picture. Uh, was there a great meme? It was Jr. sitting on front of an old PC monitor, and it's just a picture of that match from NXT. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Nikita Lyons. Uh, that one's going to be a millionaire. <laughs> Get her on roll. Um, well, wax lyrical, Steve. Tell me why she's going to be the next big thing. Um, her. Yeah, you have eyes, right? Just, <laughs> just checking. Pretend I don't. Pretend, I Pretend don't. you don't. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not recording myself talking about something <laughs> like this. <laughs> so you're saying she's got a great career? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I see big things in her future. Uh, I see Miss, Miss Minter Forty was aroused <laughs> during that match. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So that's that's good. Uh, the start of the Dusty Classic, by the looks of things. Did anyone watch NXT this week? Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't being. You did. The class was over. The women's Women's cup starting. So they actually had three women's matches on NXT this week. Oh, God. Take that, AEW. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't answer the any good part, though. Uh, <laughs> and Keisha Lyons uh, was there. Nikita Lyons was there, exactly. <laughs> uh, not gonna lie, it was about that they Ivy Nile was teaming with that new person and then better up afterwards after they lost. Um mm. Casey Gatanzaro, Caden Carroll got through, matches grand. Um Katie Ray Oshirai bet Lash Legend. First time I've ever seen Lash Legend in a match, not just in her backstage segment. Wow. Uh, and uh Amari Miller. Uh, she was alright. Um yeah. It was, like it was, it was a solid enough show. Ziggler, the main event was good. Uh, Ziggler and uh, Champa mm. was a good match. Yeah, it's well, with, with, a, with a typical WWE dodgy finish, but yeah, yeah. What yeah. was a dodgy main finish? roster? Uh, the uh, cameraman attacked Champa. The cameraman ended up being Robert Roode. Ah, so they're gonna have a ta- tag match next week now with uh, Ziggler and Roode versus Champa and Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker. 
Speaking of uh, tag teams, Finn Balor and Tommaso Ciampa on Raw. Uh, also feuding with the Dirty Dogs. Interesting. Neat. They got lots, mm. a lot of plates spinning for Ziggler and Root. <laughs> they got problems on both shows. Uh, yeah. Anything yeah. to report from Raw? I heard it was pretty good for Raw, as in like it, was, it wasn't I, terrible. I watched hi- a couple of clips on YouTube, I didn't see it. Mm. Besides that. Yeah, I just didn't uh, watch anything this week. I I, I wasn't planning on being here tonight, so what can you do? I was supposed to be out I, tonight. I You weren't here at the time, but anyway. Oh, well. I only watched the opening two matches of Raw, and I still get very confused when people tell me that um, Montez Ford is the better wrestler out of that tag team. <laughs> he's I never, I've never said he's the better wrestler. He's the better character out of that tag team. He's, he's the star well, of the show, yeah. He can hit a frog splash better than anyone in history, maybe with the exception of, you know, Eddie. But other than the fact that he's extremely athletic, meh. Wow. Dawkins Charisma is breaking the wazoo mm-hmm. Yeah. And The Rock was Instagramming about him this week. I don't get it. Like, like Angelo Dawkins had a burst in that match that was fantastic. You know, the the moves he was hitting, the transitions between them all, so much better than Montez Ford. What just, a racist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you say that one black man is better than the other black man. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, maybe it's, you know, kids these days into the flippity-dippity-doo-dah bullshit, but <laughs> me, I'm all about the technical style of wrestling, and Angelo Dawkins was far superior in that respect. Uh, so yeah, I think Dawkins is a better in-ring talent, but I just think Ford is the better character. He's still got the more charisma. He's got the more market he, marketability. Yeah, he's the one I can see being a world champion. Ah, so you're saying he's got a prettier face. Wow. Wow, you're wow. so toxic, Nick. I wow. know, right? I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I can run this one into the ground. <laughs> uh, um... Good stuff. Uh, Dana Brooke is 24-7 champion again. She did it. Kissing Reggie to win the title. Mm-hmm. Why? She, she did it. Because uh, last week, in a very, very, very bad idea for a storyline for a publicly traded company, um, Reggie wanted to take things to the next level with Dana. Didn't want to be friends anymore and wanted to know like, if maybe the feelings were mutual. And Dana said that you know she just liked him as a friend. So as soon as she said that, he rolled her up and pinned her. So that told you at home that he, you know, that the whole thing was men are only there just to see what, you know, they're trying to get in your pants. And as soon as they can't get in your pants, they're out of there. Yeah. I can't believe they let that on TV. And then this week he lay down to let her pit. He felt bad for last week. So he lay down to let her pit her, then kicked out like three times when she tried to pin yeah. her. And then she just kissed him until he, she got the pin. There you go. Because she quality. used sexuality. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah. That's taking advantage. It's, uh, it's brave stuff to put on TV in this day and age with the yep. internet outrage. But anyway, I surprised more. I was quite surprised more wasn't made out of that storyline last week. It, it it was just like, oh, that's a bit. That's a bit dodge. That's well, a bit, you see, it's going to hit you too see, close Steve. to home for some people. You see, Steve, right? If it was a woman taking advantage of a man like that, oh, here we go. Yeah, all I'm saying is equality only works one way, Steve. Mm. Well, that's what happened this week. 
Look at Jericho. Holy shit. Yeah. He looks great. Holy hell. He's not touring at the moment, is he? That's probably no. the difference. Going on. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not living on McDonald's and Grey Goose for three months, so. <laughs> Jesus, fair play to him. He looks fantastic. 51. So when's yeah. he go back to WWE for his last run? Uh, he's, gone, he's on the way back. He, he's getting that <laughs> list ready. I, I, I think... He's got two years I, left on his deal. Oh. Yeah, really two years. Wow. Mm. Well then, that, that ends that speculation. Maybe he's like, fuck, I have to be here for another two years. I might as well... Maybe he wants another run at a title. Maybe he wants the TNT belt or, you know, something like that. Ah, sure. It's, it, it could just be personal pride as well. He probably yeah. was oblivious to things for a while while he was touring and living on top of the world in AEW. And then all mm. of a sudden he thought he might have been slowing down a bit, watched a couple of his matches and thought, ooh, Jesus. Ooh, yeah, he had, some, oh, uh, he had some matches where it was like, ooh, Chris, ooh, baby, don't, don't do that lion salt again. <laughs> ah, um, poor lion salt, the poor fucker. Yeah. Yeah, he was lucky. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what he's like in the ring now when he's slimmed down. Because uh, he looks fantastic. He looks like he was when he was in WWE. You know, mm. back in what the mm, last back, run he had. Back with his short hair, even like yeah, the short hair Jericho. Yeah, that was great. Um, good stuff. Possibly his best run. His definitely his funniest, most entertaining run you know, of all of it in WWE. Shout out, yeah. Oh, um, the twenty sixteen. Yeah, the one where he was doing the Nick Bockingill stuff. Yeah, his best run. Just so good. I loved the the last run. I thought it was fantastic mm. with the the I whole comedy thing with Owens and the list that, and everything uh, yeah. was excellent. So much fun. Nick, um, were you on about the one when he was wearing a suit? Yeah, I love that. Oh, one. Yeah, that yeah, the heel, the yeah, the heel Jericho one was really good too. Remember when he won the world title from Taker in the chamber when HBK oh, came and, up? Yeah. Oh, that promo every time. That <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> That smug Jericho with the belt in the suit. Oh, that was good yeah. shit. Beautiful, beautiful. Quiet, quiet, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so simple. Um, he, got, he got over using the word it. For it, <laughs> yeah. And the click of a pen. Yeah. Like he was so hot at the time, he just clicked a pen and people popped. Good times. Now it'd be a you people promo. Uh, and uh, oh Nick you saw NXT this week what were the backstage segments like this week were they much better than the week before I thought they did a thing this time um, uh, what's her name J- Cora Jade brought um, Big Mama Cool Big oh, Mama Cool yeah. to go do her type of thing so they went Shaka Braun uh, doing zip lining and all extreme sports things Shaka Zany. Braun Shaka Braun Ziplining. Shaka bro. Shaka bro. Oh, I thought you were trying to explain the thing that Aaron Rodgers was on for the last two weeks. <laughs> Panchuka, uh, what's it called or something like that, where you forcibly make yourself sick and have diarrhea for like so three or four days in a row and all this sorts of stuff. Yeah. Mental and physical cleanse. Uh, and uh, Dakota Kai and um, what's her name? Not Wendy Chu. Wendy Chu, thank you. Uh, did a thing where Wendy was talking to Dakota Kai's imaginary friend that she talks to and stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, Dakota Kai is so an I'm, imaginary friend now. Oh, yeah, she just talks to yeah to, to, to air now. Yeah, she's crazy. Oh, yeah, she talks off screen, she's just off off camera, right there. It's really weird. Yeah, okay. that's the state of the backstage. <laughs> Last week's yeah. backstage segments were so bad, dude. So bad. 
they, they did have the whole um, uh, Mandy Rose and her friends toxic attraction uh, up on their own like little VIP section for all the women's uh, Dusty Cup matches as well, which was good because they nice. were, you know, champions. They were, they were there with their titles and other things. Always good to have them on TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to get your champions on TV. We always yeah. say, especially if it's toxic attraction. To be fair, no, I'd, I'd nearly watch picture in picture. <laughs> Just yeah. for Gigi Dolan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of great wrestlers on that show right now. That's what I'd say. Um, is there anything else then or we, we call it there? Um, I don't know if we're missing anything. Yet. I didn't cover SmackDown, but we like it was a, it was a tape. Show. It was that yeah. taped SmackDown. Yeah. We knew about the IC title change. That was the only yeah. thing. Nakamura won the title, or Sami Zayn beat Nakamura for the title. Yeah, mm. um, first time he defended it in like three months or something. <laughs> it was only his second championship defense since he won the belt in on, on TV. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Maybe there, maybe there's a role for Cody. Get the Intercontinental title over again. Switch it back to the other side. Again. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Do that. He did, he did it last and make time, the, so. Yeah, That's and make the Intercontinental title the world title. Just the actual belt, and we're done. Oh, himself. no, he's to come out in his full MAGA gear, and, you know, I'm going to make the Intercontinental title great again. Oh, God. Oh, they're going to give him the North America, or the US title, aren't they? Oh, God. Well, like, because it matches his tattoo. Oh, yeah. he's going to make a spinner belt with the with, tattoo, with logo. tattoo logo. Oh, perfect. perfect. Love it. <laughs> going to go low hanging fruit. Um, best match, worst match, then. Best, uh, probably go Danielson Garcia. Yeah, I'd go along with that. Um, any bad matches out there? Uh, I'd say Gordo would have voted for Jade Cargill so I'll throw that in there for him <laughs> I, he is a dirty racist so that's fair enough <laughs> um, uh, dirty racist <laughs> worst match whatever Nikita Lyons is wow I did, oh, I, I, clearly you didn't alone. even see the screenshots of this I don't know how that could be a bad match look at her uh, finisher <laughs> yeah, look how she pins people it's amazing she sits on her face yeah, uh, Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonia with the one arm time behind the back as worst match. Yep, really not a fan of it. Interesting tidbit actually on that. I was then watching that at my cousin's, and his girl, who's six and a half, was watching that and was loving Naomi. Hmm. Who and she doesn't watch wrestling at all, so she didn't know who these people were, didn't see them on TV before. But as soon as Naomi was in and involved in doing stuff, she was loving it. So interesting. Naomi was trending worldwide after a Royal Rumble one year, wasn't she? Like there was rappers tweeting her about her. Yeah, because there's there's some of her gifts of her of her spots went. Yeah, 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 and the entrance and everything. Mm. Uh, Best segment, worst segment. I'm assuming you're giving it to MJF. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Worst segment. uh, I assume. Dakota Kai and her imaginary friend is going to be up there in the running. That's 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 a favorite, I'd say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Was there Um, anything to do with Lash Legend other than her wrestling bit? No, she just in the match. She wasn't that else. Are they still doing that as a as a thing? No. No. Weeks. No. That was was so bad. Literal worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It took Tony D'Angelo to make it good, and then they never even brought him back on the show again. 
But hey. Yeah. Uh, wrestler and show of the week then. Oh, wait, no, back, worst segment, I have another segment from NXT, sorry. Um, Duke Hudson and um, what's the name of the fucking team? The, the Aussie girl. The Aussie girl, yeah, they had old thing and then... Persia Parada. Persia Parada, he was trying to hook up with her and then um, the other one walked up. I'm terrible with names today. Um, uh, Lewis? Yeah, Lewis and Mrs. Walked up <laughs> and they, they did a whole thing that they were like going out previously and he was like, you didn't, you didn't not like it before. And then Dexter was like looking there and just looked down and walked off. I was like. Back in the home country. Yeah. So Mrs. Loomis used to be with Duke Used Hudson. to be with Duke Hudson. Yes. <gasps> and now that he's with her friend, he, she wants him again. I No, she doesn't, but he thinks he, she does. And Dexter. Oh, I don't God. know. Yeah. It's, you know. Fun drama. Oh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. all right because we're saved by the bell. Cool. <laughs> I saw Alex talking about that, that all these segments happen in front of lockers and it's just like watching Saved by the Bell. Yeah. It's always on front of lockers. Uh, wrestler and show. Um, wrestler Danielson. MJF. Didn't know a match, but that promo. I'm assuming Sweet Saudi Money was show of the week also, yes. No. No. Did have Dynamite. lots of fireworks though. Dynamite show of the week. Um, fireworks though, and loads of disinterested people in the front row just walking around during the show. <laughs> Don't know. That's pretty entertaining. Not a whole lot of spooky ghosts though. <laughs> no spooky ghosts. Some, but not not in the front row. No. Do you remember when they used to have the armchairs for the first show? <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. They probably still like, do on the fire side. Yeah. They still have them on fucking cams yeah. anymore. I don't, it's weird. They're always walking around on these shows in the front row. People are never sitting still. It's just constantly people. It's so distracting on these shows. But anyway, um, control your narrative. Everywhere. <laughs> jam all over the place. Uh, cool. Plugs then, because we've no Gordo. But yeah, you know where to find us. You're listening to us there now. Just do that again next week and it'll be fine. Um, but you know, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, all those things. Um, give us the old five stars on Spotify if you're listening on a mobile device. So it'd be very cool. We'd appreciate it. Uh, also on wrestlingsoup.com, you can check us out there. Uh, www.canvastheory.com. Boo. Boo. Uh, they've uh, gone through the forbidden door. They've gone to AEW in Stanford just to stick it to the old man. You hate to see it. Uh, use code AWP for 10% off your entire order, and it's shipping now worldwide. Um, there we go uh, you'll find us on twitter at the aw pod um, you'll also find a link to the discord where you can come in and listen live to the recordings usually record uh, around seven o'clock on gmt on a friday evening and then you'll usually get it saturday morning or saturday evening whenever i wake up the next day so if you want to listen live and join the chat you can do uh, you can get us on twitch twitch.tv forward slash the awp uh, where we stream kung fu video games and also games <laughs> about beans falling off platforms so yeah uh, I there is a full playthrough of Sifu there at the moment on the VOD I must check out that did actually see if people watch that uh, yeah kick some people's asses took revenge for the death of I'm not sure who he is possibly my dad I don't know maybe he's my trainer the storyline is very thin but hey <laughs> there we go <laughs> I'm not sure is it my name Sifu or if that dude's name is Sifu that dies. I don't fucking know. 
But hey, it's fun. Uh, we will probably be on Twitch later on. Don't know how it's all going to work, though. Uh, Chicken wants to play Among Us. I don't know how that's going to work. Because hmm. there's nobody around. But let's see. Yeah, uh, just let's a shout from for myself. I'm doing some charity streaming this weekend as well. I'm also on Twitch. I don't know the exact channels yet, because there's a couple of different ones I'll be on. But for Game Blast, and I have special effects in the UK who... Um, to uh, make gaming setups for people with physical disabilities and other type of disabilities. Uh, so I'll be sending any links when I'm streaming to uh, into our Discord anyway, for anyone who wants to join up and uh, donate. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Cool beans. That is the end of the internet audio program. Way. And Craig held up. Did Craig. Good job, Craig. Three cheers, cheers for Craig. Hey. What, what's that noise? Oh, it's World War Three. Okay, cool. World War Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah.